Hi, welcome to the Hidden Lounge. This is a show where you listen to controversial topics with biblical scripture. Disclaimer, please everything you've heard, make sure to read all scriptures for yourself. All right, let's start. Got my guests Karen and Emma back. So, obviously, as you can see in the title, this is a bit of a very another controversial topic. But as we always start, we start with a prayer. So, bow your hairs and close your eyes while I pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for everything that you've done for us. We want to thank you for the opportunity to do this podcast and to do this episode um, and actually have the time to even come together and um, have you in our midst. Um, Lord, we pray that um, this is a controversial topic and we pray that um, that uh, you will soften the hearts of all the listeners. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Obviously, the question for this uh uh, what's it called episode is mm-hmm. should tides be mandatory? Mandatory. Yeah, especially for Christians. Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking so mandatory, Christians. But mandatory for what? Like, do you know what I mean? Do you mean like mandatory for going to heaven? Or do you mean mandatory? In general, just means she just means just, one like obligatory, like just doing it. Yeah, in general. right. Should I mean? it be a part of our faith uh, practice as a Christian? Yeah. Should it be something? Is it gonna give us an a reward where you know if you do it, then you're you're straight going into heaven because of it? You know, does God see it as pleasing? You get me. So these mm. are some of the questions yeah. that are gonna be you know. Shame to you guys and that. Okay, so I think okay. first we should start with what is tithes? Because there's going to be people that are not Christians that are going to be thinking, what on earth are you talking about? You know, tithes yeah. is a bit of a weird word to look at. And it's, you know, what are tithes? So I would say tithes actually in Hebrew means tenth, if I'm right. If I'm... Yeah, you're yeah, right. Tenth or something. Yeah. So uh, as Christians and actually Jews do it as well, they give a 10% of their income, everything that they've got from... Uh, you know, the side hustles and all of that. They get everything from that and they give it to their local church. Um, to many Christians, it is actually accustomed and it's a biblical practice for their faith. Mm. And even if you look at Leviticus 27, verses 30 to 34, it says, and all the tithes of the, uh, uh, of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord if a man wants at all to redeem any of his tithes. He shall add one-fifth of it to it, sorry. And concerning the tithe of the herd and of the flock, of whatever passes under the rod, the tenth one shall be holy to the Lord. I'll leave it to that instead of going forward. So obviously through that, Anything that you produce, we can go to Proverbs 3.9 if you want to um, say that as well. 
but basically everything that you produce, everything that you make as income, um, 10% of that goes to God. I agree. Mm -hmm. And I I have that scripture as well, actually. What, the Leviticus? No, 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 no. The Proverbs 3, 9, actually, where it says, honour the Lord of your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce, then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. But you know what? Yeah, yeah I feel like good, sorry to like um change the subject, but like I think I think the reason why people don't understand the reason or the need for tides is because they don't understand what pastors or the church actually does. Because mm. if you understand what the pastor does and the church does, you're gonna you're gonna know that okay, some somewhere finances is gonna have to come into this. Because yeah. if you because if you don't really know what the kingdom is about and what you know pastors are are to do like if i ask you guys on this um call what is a pastor supposed to do what is a pastor supposed to do wait are you really asking us the question question, yeah no 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 no. this is not rhetorical this is a real question (laughs) a real question for the the church to reach to give the word to be an example of christ make disciples right am i am i lying or be a leadership of be a leader of a church yeah, but you're not getting to the real, what I really, I want this word and I, I, I want to see if Emmanuel is going to say it. I mean, everything Mirabel said is right. I think also the fact that um they've been given the spiritual, you know. Um, wait, stewardship? Oh, wait, what? No, not that. Like, I, I was just oh. going to say, like, you know, oh, obviously man. says that, you know, <laughs> such, like, leaders and leaders and stuff they're obviously like (laughs) meant to like care for the sheep exactly we are the sheep and stuff like that and and, yeah and and obviously um also called that doesn't just include like spiritual emotional mental um you know needs that also includes financial too because obviously in this world it's just you know we need money so Mm. yeah so like my main word was like shepherding the people like shepherding the flock or whatever and that requires you to have resources and if and if a pastor has given up all his like like say if he's given up all his time to work and he's just focusing on the church how is he financing that bruv like come on you guys need to stop thinking that money's gonna jump drop off the sky when has money ever dropped up the sky for you because that's never happened to me i'm not limiting Mm. god but let me just tell you, God moves through people. He moves through uh, yeah. people's obedience and willingness. And, like, you need someone to actually give so that yeah. someone can actually receive. Do you understand? And I think this is where the issue is. People are not really understanding what a pastor is supposed to be doing. And then, obviously, you have pastors who are doing the wrong things. But we're not going to go into that. And then, obviously, yeah. I think... I think, like um, um, Mirabel was saying, obviously you're there. You're sh- they're there to teach, to do the word of God. But when you need, when you're teaching people, you do need a physical place to actually teach people where everyone can yeah. come, which costs money. Like you, you need, <laughs> and obviously when people come, they need to be able to use the toilet, basic sanitation. That toilet needs water coming through it, so you need to pay for water. When you're sitting in a room, it can't be pitch black. There has to be light on. There has to be electricity. So there's all these things that people are not thinking about and they're thinking, oh, it's just supposed to come from anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And all they, all they really want to do is come to church to receive, but never to give back. And I think that's a real issue. 
That's a real mm. issue. Even Bible said, even Jesus said it himself that it is better to give than to receive. Come Come on. Come on. Come on. And I guess I get yeah, with what you're saying, Karen. Um, I hope this doesn't digress too much off topic and whatever, but like, you know, just the whole aspect of like giving, you know, and the whole like like what position is your heart exactly to what you're giving and Mm, so mm, you mm. you can talk about giving tithes and you know giving um offering etc which obviously i feel like we should discuss more into detail you know the difference between tithing and an offering and also the history behind it Mm. like it let me just give a quick scripture i don't want to rumble on for too long because we can't hear you it says in Second Corinthians chapter nine verse seven. Can you hear me now? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. She's gone. <laughs> She's gone. Oh, yeah, hello. You. <laughs> hello. Yeah. Do you like move away when you're talking or? No, my laptop is like right next. I don't know. Okay, so it says in Second Corinthians chapter nine verse seven. Each of you give what you have decided. Um, in your heart to give um, and not reluctantly or under any compulsion for God loves yes. a cheerful Cheer- giver. Come on. But wow, wow, focus, wow. Yeah, the focus here is the heart. Okay. Yeah. Um, and obviously there needs to be a heart transformation and be able to actually give in the way that is written here. Do you know what I mean? And then such things like, you know, I mean, obviously at the end of the day, um, within the church um, community, there will be there will be people who want to give generously. There will be people who just give under compulsion. Mm. At the end of the day, the money will be used for a good work. But I'm just saying, in the sense of like, you know, obviously, um, Paul, I believe, is directing um the the church on how to live a holy life. He's encouraging them to give generously. And we can only do that, you know, through the heart and through the transformation of the heart. And there's a lot of um scriptures, you know, indicating, you know. And what you have decided to give me through your heart and, you know, just through love, et cetera, et cetera, which we'll talk about more. So, yeah. What do you guys think? No, I definitely agree. I think it is a heart position at the end of the day. Like, you, the Bible says that, you know, you can't serve two masters, either yeah. God or money. And, you know, the love of money, not the yeah. money itself, but the love of money yeah. is, the, is the root to all evil. And that's a heart mm. condition. And I feel yeah, like people, yeah. I'm, I say this in a harsh way, yeah, but I'm just going to say it. Like, people who are stingy, who don't want to give, and I'm not just talking in regards to church, in regards to anything, if you don't want to give, it's because that that part of your heart or that part of your life, you're still holding it as an idol, whatever it is, like money, time, wow. like you believe, you're, you believe that, that you are in control of that. You don't want to surrender that area of your life to God. And that's and that's like idolatry, but um, mm. one thing I wanted to say as well was um, this definition I found, and it says one of the main purposes of tithing is to support the needs of pastors and the work of the local church. Tithes help pay the pastor's salary, keep the church lights on, and meet the needs of the community. Tithing is an act of faith that helps us keep our priorities straight. And I think I did like that because I think people think, oh, yeah, it's going into the pastor's pocket so that he can go and spend on, you know, a Rolls Royce or um, some kind of Gucci um, bag and stuff. But it's actually going so that he can go back and bless the people of the community. Just because you yeah. don't 
you don't see the the person in church who's saying, "Oh, I'm going homeless," and the pastors, you know, taking them into their house, yeah, and um, or giving them, helping them pay off their loans or their debts, or helping them pay for food. Like just because you don't see that doesn't mean something else is going on behind the scenes. And like I said before, money does not drop out of the sky. Like this, there was a time that when that happened, where you know manna just used to fall from the sky, like the Israelites. But now. God uses people and when God uses people like you have to actually surrender and submit to the Holy Spirit when he tells you to give you know and one thing I'll say is as well which I found sorry I'm talking so much guys um don't worry um two proverbs actually in proverbs 28 22 it says a stingy man has hastens after wealth and does not know that poverty will come upon him and then mm. after that time a stingy man hastens after wealth and does not know that poverty will come upon him and then proverbs 11 11, 24 says one gives freely yet grows all the richer another withholds that he should give and only suffers one so that's one gives freely yet grows all the richer another withholds what he should give and only suffers want and then there's even this this scripture as well which i it blew my mind guys it says psalms 37 21 the wicked borrows but does not pay back but this is the the, this is the one that i was like wow this part of the the set but the righteous is generous and gives so like my question is to all these people who don't want to give tithings i the bible clearly says here in psalm 37 the righteous is generous and gives if you're not generous and you don't give are you really righteous or are you wicked Mm. Mm, because mm, you're still with the Bible, girl. Mm, I'm just mm, saying mm. what the Bible says. Like, if you got a problem with yes. me, it's the Bible. You got a problem with the Bible <laughs> because the Bible says it clearly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, and everything yeah. that is breathed, I'm sorry, everything that is written has been breathed by the Holy Spirit. Oh, Do you think maybe that all of this is maybe because people don't see the importance of tithes as well? You know, the importance to God, importance to their own selves, and also importance to others. Mm. I feel like maybe it's like, it's, oh, sorry, Karen, if you're going to speak. No, 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 go on, go on. Okay, so I think I think here, like, it would be good to, like, talk about just, like, tithing and offering and whatever. Like, obviously, you know, tithing or whatever was, um, was obligatory through the law of Moses. Um, and then after that, it was a thing where, you know, Christ, came and he fulfilled the law and um obviously there was many cases where it was like for example like um uh, i believe it was let me let me just make double check so i'm not saying the correct thing basically abraham when he gave to when he gave to the king like a 10 percent of what he um yeah what he yeah yeah, like, yeah that yeah, was um genesis 14 um, yeah. 19 to 20 know what I mean mm. you don't always remember to um to give and I guess it's like it's a thing where when Christ came um obviously there was a lot of times where it's like obviously Christ fulfilled the law so then it was like um it's like it's not to say that the law is null and void because obviously the Ten Commandments do not kill do not murder etc it's still valid still but it's like, yeah. exactly but it's like let's say for example tithing like um that it's like um it's not obligatory in the sense that it's not tithing that will get you to heaven do you know what i mean right. or like it's yeah. not yes you know That's what i mean because obviously <laughs> exactly 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 it's not 
you know, obviously the law was made at first so that people, the people of God will know in the way to live that will be pleasing to him. But that didn't work because man was, you know, human nature, etc. Anyways, so yeah, I guess the point is like, oh, people are like, oh, so Christ came or whatever. So what's the point of time? And it's not really necessary these days and et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, even though it may not, um, tithing may not be mandatory in the sense, in the sense of, you know, the original purpose of it, you know, um, offering is still very much encouraged in the New Testament. It talks about, you know, how we should, you know, as I said, how it, um, as I said at the beginning, like how we, we should be generous. Um, I, I wrote I wrote Second Corinthians, but I didn't write the specific chapter. But it says, you know, you'll be enriched in every way, so that you can be generous on every occasion, and um, through your generosity, will result in thanksgiving to God. So this was like you know talking like obviously and obviously, um, you guys may know or may not know like you know Paul would you know, always thank the churches who were so generous to him, like in financial ways, you know, so he was pushed further in his ministry and being able to, you know, you know, these people, they gave generously and not just because, oh, they were told to, but because they were, they were, they had in their heart, they wanted to, and they gave through a heart of love. And as, as it talks about in the Bible, you know, how we should give in love, we shouldn't, you know, you know, we shouldn't just give out of giving sake or whatever, but it's like um to obviously giving love is to is to have Christ in you because as it says it says if you do not if you do not um act in love um then you do not know God because God is love I can't even remember where it is I think it's in John the conclusion of what I'm just trying to say is yeah offering is still important even though you know the original purpose of tithing or whatever is not the same as today but just the idea of giving and giving in love out of genuinity is very important do you know what I mean? Because it's not just you that's, you know, benefiting or um, it's not just you that's living on this earth kind of thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. think about your bro- mm-hmm. brothers and sisters as well, I guess. Yeah, I just want to add to a little bit of what you said as well, if you don't mind, Mirabel, can I say some stuff? Um, I still believe it is still relevant. Like, I feel like even the Old Testament with Malachi 3.10, where it says, bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. So I feel like giving, like, not that we should, like, have this motive, oh, yeah, we give to receive, but giving blessings as well. So, like, those who, and as we read before, like, as someone who is stingy, someone who wants to hold on to everything, that leads to poverty. But actually giving mm-hmm. and you know, being generous from a place of love, like em- Emanuela said, um, it leads to blessings as well. And I've seen that in my own life. Um, the more I've given out to God, the more God has just blessed me, not just financially, but just in different ways, through favour, through job opportunity. It's like God just starts to just open so many doors. So like, I understand people think, oh, yeah, if I hold on to money, then, you know, I'll probably save more. But in those months where you try to save more, random things will just start appearing and your money will be disappearing. But Mm. (laughs) I I just want to say, like, when you're giving, give give from a place of generosity because, like, you, at the end of the day, nothing really is for you. When you die, all this, all these stuff that you have, you're not going to benefit from it anymore. So you yeah. want to be the person that has been to be known for also blessing others as well. Like you were blessed. That's great. You were successful, whatever, but bless others as well. And 
one of the best ways to bless is to bless the kingdom of heaven because this is what really counts. You know what I mean? Blessing, yeah. blessing the things of God, i.e. church or, you know, that's going to help people who are brokenhearted, who are depressed, who are in, um, what's it called? Um, financial burden. You know, if you're just going through a hard time, you're going to be helping them become healed, them to become closer to God, them to also bless others as well. And I'm just reminded, I don't know why, but this scripture is reminded to me. I can't really remember where it is, but I think it's in First um, Samuel. And it's basically um, when David um, was about to go into war and I think Saul was trying to... Um, kill him or whatever and all these men who were in debt who were brokenhearted who had lost a lot of things all came up to him um just for advice you know and like this I don't know why this has been dropped into me but I just think you know like we should be willing to um bless others like because he had he had something that all these men saw like as a they saw him as someone that they could look up to. They saw him as someone who um, they could either pull wisdom from. And I feel like that's because he was generally generous. He he was, David was a generous man. And he was a giving man. And not only did he just give, what's it called, money, but he also gave time to people. Um, and he blessed the people. But I don't know why that's been dropped in, in my mind, but I just feel like I just need to say that. You basically answered my question. Uh, what what would you say about people that say that tithes uh, don't belong to the church, but they belong to the uh, Levitical, uh, whatever, that priesthood, the Levi's priesthood, <laughs> not, the, not the churches of today. And people want to refer to Hebrews 7, 5. And indeed, those who are the sons of Levi, who receive the priesthood, have a commandment to receive tithes from the people according to the law, that is, from their brethren, though they have come from the loins of Abraham. So what do you say to those people? Because you technically answered it, but... I don't understand. Like, why are you really trying to twist and turn the Bible just so that you can't pay tithes? Like, oh, it's the Levite. So like, what? So you can't pay tithes? So what? how do you expect any organisation to run? Like, can yeah. someone name me any organisation, even families, a group of people, has to rely on money? Like, they need some source of income. So how yeah. much more church? Like, I really don't understand this kind of logic. This is like people who are just stingy, who have an issue with, sorry, with money, that they want to just keep their money for themselves. And listen, not every church is like those churches that we see online where the people are just spending the money haphazardly. Most churches are giving back to the community. Most churches are even even have charities. Most churches are just trying to sustain themselves by actually be keeping themselves open because most church places actually rent buildings and it's actually really expensive. So I feel like People who say that kind of stuff, you're just trying to twist the scriptures so that it suits you, so that you don't have to give any money, so that you can just go to church and receive, and then and then and then you'll just go and complain. I'm just gonna say this quickly, yeah. When they stand before God, yeah, and God says, All that money and that income I gave to you, you didn't give bumps back, not to a church, you didn't give it back to my kingdom. I think people think that they're giving money to ch- a church, you're giving money back to the kingdom of God. Right. The kingdom of heaven. When you stand before God, you know you're accountable for all the all things God gave to you to steward. You can see this in the example um, with the servants, the faith, the faithful and unfaithful servants. And I think yeah. money is is a part of that. So I think 
your account. Oh, this uh, I want to keep my money for myself. I don't want to give and check. <laughs> mm. like, even even Jacob. Uh, just before he met uh, Rachel, even Jacob said he made a vow saying that, listen, like, God, you've given me all this here. I want to come back to my father in peace. So let me give you my 10%. That, he said it in uh, uh, Genesis 28, 20 to 22. He said, let me give you, I want to come in peace, Lord. I want to come in peace. Let's let me give you my 10%. And I really mm-hmm. liked what you said as well, Mirabel. Like, most people, in, like, I don't know a character in the Bible who was obviously remembered for doing, for living for Christ or living for God, who wasn't generous. Like, Esther was generous mm. to the but she wanted to give a gift to, um, what's his name? Um, King Exerces, you know. Um, like, these people were, gen- Abraham gave, um, so the seed, I think, to um, Melchizedek. Like, People in the Bible were giving. Ruth was willing to give her time and follow Naomi and then even work on her cousin's, like, um, I can't remember what it's called, but land. So I think, like, do you really want to live according to the Bible and how the people of old did? Or do you just want to do your own thing because you you just want to keep your money that you're not even going to be able to take to heaven to you? But I'm done. Emanuela, you wanted to say something, so, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm done. Yeah, 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 I hear what you guys are saying, and it's very true. People who are listening, we just want to, like, you know, clarify, like, with such things that we are saying. Um, obviously, this is not something that just happens, like, you know, the next day. Like, it's not, you know, it's not like some magic, you know, magic trick that will just happen in you, because you know, um, obviously, it's the Lord that prov- um, it's the Lord that gives you the ability to do so. If you so if you have the humility to actually identify within yourself, like raw, like I can be stingy sometimes, or you know, like if there's any sort of I don't know lifestyle that you've probably maybe lived or whatever, where it's like maybe money wasn't always in um, abundance, and so you feel like you need to. Um, you know, keep money and keep and keep and keep because you're scared and fearful that you may not have one day, whatever, you know, um, if you're truly humble, you want, and you want to change and you want to, um, you know, you want to live in a way that reflects Christ. And obviously that, even that desire, um, that is given by God anyways, do you know what I mean? So pray that he may give you the ability to actually give, you know, according to his Mm. word yeah, obviously, sometimes I get a bit passionate, guys. I do apologise. But I think it's true. It's a process. Like, God will work it in you because we didn't get here overnight. So, 100%. How much that's more? true. That's true. Coming straight to my questions. Uh, what would you say? What would you say to someone who says, Should I really be paying tithes when I've got a big debt on my head? Mm. Yeah, that's a serious one, you know. <laughs> That is serious because <laughs> now let's say like so so what's this person's situation? They so they have they have debt. So like are they living in their own house or is it like they're like, you know, fresh out of uni or something and they're living let's in Let's talk about the house. average person though. Let's talk about the average person. We've got someone that uh, has got definitely got uni debt, you know, let's talk yeah. about the average person. Someone's got uni debt. Yeah. You know, yeah. some some um um when when you first when you graduate it's not straight away that you get job. So let's talk about someone. He's been out of a job for five uh five years and he's still looking around trying to get that job. Um, he's got the uni debt that he's still looking. You know, 
um, thinking about. And obviously that doesn't get paid until, you know, if you're in the UK, you understand that that doesn't get paid until you get a certain amount of a threshold, then you start paying uh, bit by bit. Um, uh, let's also say that, um, what's it called? His parents are pressuring him, pressuring him to get out the house because my friend, you know, you are, what, 25 now and you, you're... Yeah. No, not 25. Sorry, if it's been five years. Okay, let's say he's about 29, almost 30, and the parents are pressuring him to get out of the house. You know, you're wasting a bit of time. Uh, and obviously he's having all that in his head. And let's say he's also got a debt of, you know, car insurance he hasn't paid. Uh, you know, the usual thing. Should he pay tithe? With no income, though. Yeah, because no, if he doesn't have a job, yeah, that's what I was saying. Because it's on, yeah, on your income true. On, or yeah. on your produce. That's what Proverbs says. Like, yeah, yeah. On your or produce. So, yeah, I if, don't know. If, if you have, if you have, give. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Like, okay, so what if the person doesn't get the job that he was, um, he got, you went to get the degree for, but he's uh, he's got a job, uh, uh but that's. Uh, he's only able to do a part time for that job. He's only mm-hmm. probably able to do what uh uh fifteen to twenty hours a week, and mm-hmm. he's only getting about three hundred or four hundred pounds, um, mm-hmm. uh, for the whole month. What do you say? Should the they pay tithes on that for the whole month? Wait, say Is that he- again. Sorry. So the guy's getting minimum wage on a part-time job and he's only doing 15 to 20 hours a week and he's not doing the job that he went to degree for. What about okay. that? And he's got and he's in debt. But he's got a job. Yeah, so he can pay. You so can, can pay. People think that you're paying 100%, like you're paying 10%. Because yeah. <laughs> I bet you paying he's paying yeah, He's still or, finding trainers. Exactly. Sorry. Do you know what I mean? Mm, it's true, you know. Or... or do you know? Let me ask a let me ask a question. Do you do you have to pay ten percent? Me? Uh, no, I mean just generally. Like, would you would like? Yeah, I think that's like, the scripture. Yeah, though. okay. Says, that's what scripture says. Every income that you get, ten percent, um, even your side hustles, everything collects. Yeah, everything that or you, you produce. Yeah, yeah, you can pay more. Yeah, ten percent is the is the threshold, but you can pay more. If mm. God gives you the, you know, if you've been inclined to, your heart is softened or you want to give more, then you are graced to do so. No one is stopping you I from doing like, that. Though, if, you're, if you're in that situation, yeah, like, obviously, no one wants to be in that situation. They probably got there not by they wanting to get there. But you probably have to start thinking, okay, I've got way too much coming out of my, you know, out of my, um like, budget. I need to start, you know, thinking carefully about how I'm spending my money. Because mm-hmm. if you're in that much debt, you know, something something has to go. Because I think people forget, just as how you pay tithe, um, tax every single month, that's how you should be paying your tithes as well. Like, it's not for mm. you. It's, it's for and remember, who gave you that job? Who gave you life? Who gave you that brain so that you can go and get that job? So you, who gave mm. you health? It's God. Right. So you're, you're, only, you're giving only 10%. Even that's, like, small to give to someone who has given these things to you. And I think people, that's why I said that the issue, like Emmanuel, I said before, is a heart issue. You don't, you haven't made God the Lord of your life. I'm sorry, like in the heart. Because if you understood that God is the Lord of your life, you would understand that God has given me this job. God has given me this health. 
this is the least I could do is give like 10%. And like, that's why I think Emmanuel was so correct in saying you need to have that understanding and God has to kind of reveal more of himself to you. But I think not a lot of people are being revealed to this truth or they're just being stingy, to be honest. Or they've seen can I, as can well. I ask another question? Sorry for cutting you off, Karen. No, that's fine. Um, so let's say here, um, obviously there's a lot of students and whatever. So like um like some people get um student loan or whatever. Some people oh, get I was I'm just about to ask that question. Yeah. So should we tie up on student I, loan? Um yeah, like what do you guys think? I'm gonna be honest here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know for that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I'm even. I like. I I'm not gonna be out here saying madnesses. It's an income that's coming into your bank account. Yummy. It's coming to your bank account. Everything. Really? Yes. Because that money is it not still gonna be spent on uh, uh what's it called things and that. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't know for that one. God forgive me. Yeah, I don't want to say anything I don't wrong. know work for. I mean, it's not if, obviously. I don't want to add like you know requirements on what to give money for. But I'm just speaking like from theoretically and just like as someone who's like even unsure myself. Like you know, it's like first of all, I don't know. Like it's even it's even debt anyways, and it's not. I didn't even work for this money. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Okay, let me ask this question then. What about those that are on benefits? What are you going to say? Because technically, it's not their money. It's taxpayers' money. So what are you going to tell those that are on benefits that they can't pay their taxes? And, oh, Jesus Christ. They can't pay, so they can't pay their tithes. This is so mm. controversial, man. <laughs> <laughs> controversial topics with biblical scripture. Mm. Lord, mm, mm, mm. Not this one, this one, I, I, I don't know if I can find this in the Bible, you know. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you tax, it was tied on my bursary. I don't know. Mm. Um, that's but that's a good point. I think it technically is income, yeah. Mm. So um, then you will take any loans also as income because then it is a loan is money I have to pay back. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's oh. a tough one, you know. I think I think it comes down to the heart as well, and just like yeah. you know, mm. also, true, true, true. Yeah, and also I guess being communication with you know people, you know, who may who who have like more. I mean, I don't want to say have more knowledge, but he let's say you know he can help guide you. You know, you can talk about these things with your leaders or whatever. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, hundred, hundred. I mean, Definitely talk about it, like, because obviously it's not like we're coming here on Hidden Land podcast to give you all the answers, because it's not like that. <laughs> it's, not, I mean? it's not possible, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, so yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? Nah, I think I have to just humble myself on this one and say, listen, I didn't miss that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't miss that one. It's because a tough one. Yeah, let me zip my lips. Oh, can I ask another question that's controversial as well? I well, only let's, found let's see it. Let's see it. I only found <laughs> that out this recently, actually, which I was quite upset about with myself. But paying um your tides before tax, so before I was just about to ask that, girl. You're asking. You guys are just like throwing my questions. Like, what's going on? So, do you? Think yeah, I was just about to ask. Okay, mm. go on then. Ask Mirabel. Thank you. Shit. If someone asks you, should I tithe on the money that I've got before tax or gross tax, which is after tax? Mm-hmm. I think you should. 
Like wait before tax. Yeah. So like, whatever. Wait, 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 no, 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 wait. Doesn't your tax get taken out of your income without you knowing? Anyways, like you get given your money and then the tax is taken out already. Yeah, but you already when you like obviously they send you like your salary or what you would have before tax. Um, And then obviously, I would, I would pay. Yeah, I, I, well, me personally, I do pay before tax. Um, just between obviously me and God, because that's the like, first thing that needs. To, that's the first thing that's yeah. prioritized before government and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, because remember, before that, you would go some to like the tax collector and yeah. give them money. But before that, you would have gone to give the money to tides. So, um, to um, sorry, to like the storehouses to church in the olden days. So let's go back to like Matthew's time or whatever. You, Matthew, mm-hmm. I think Matthew would be a tax collector. So you would obviously pay your tithes and then you'd go to the tax collector afterwards and then you'd be left with the rest of the money. But obviously now with obviously online and all this stuff, everything's kind of done for you. But really and truly, the money that you actually got was the full amount. But I know people are going to be like, but you know what? Yeah, when I... When God was telling me, but it's like the money that you got was a full amount, but you get the but tax gets deducted. So, what do you I mean? know, as Did, in like, they deduct twenty percent, or is it forty percent? Am I getting it wrong? It depends on what how much you're paid. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Imagine forty percent is coming out your bank account. I die. You earn a lot of money and you work hard for it. <laughs> yeah, but if you're if you're if you're being taxed forty percent, that means you're getting a hella peas, you know. Exactly. That means you're getting hella peas. True. 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 So national insurance. It's not just through that loan, it's the student degree because I don't know if you, when you had your degree, you went through the having to pay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm paying my student loan so you, back. But I don't really... It, no, I'm, I'm talking about pay. the degree, the £9,250 a year. From, yeah. yeah, I'm paying that back. Or you missed back. it. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I'm paying that back, this but it's it's not that bad because obviously like you said before in the uk they they work it to how much you're being paid if you're being paid over like 21k then then they start deducting it and they're not going to deduct like a thousand pounds out of your no can you imagine you'll be left with nothing (laughs) 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 i'll be honest i'll use myself as an example this might not be everyone's testimony or whatever but like the reason why honestly the reason why i'm talking about the stinginess the reason why i didn't want to pay before tax was because i was like god you already know the lesser the the small amount of money i already get now you want me to pay the money that i don't even see um but mm. it was a you and one thing i can say is as soon as i started paying before tax it's like the floodgates of heaven open like i was just getting bonuses and and stuff at work to the point and pay rises i was thinking i should have done this before man like so don't stop your blessings like i know it seems like oh you know i'm not receiving this money and all this stuff but Mm. like god will bless you like the bible says in malachi 310 bring your tithes to this storehouse on your income so you should, to be honest, yeah, you should be giving your tithes, like Mirabel said, on your first, like, it should be the first thing you should be paying out. But it's just because the way, you know, the UK works, 
the money's already t- the tax is already taken out first um, before you're even like you even receive it in your bank. But really, you should be paying your tithes on that first. So don't stop your blessings. Like God might be want to be doing a work, but it's because you're not paying your tithes. That's why you're broke. I'm sorry. Mm, it's true every month every month bible says it yo bible says it God is saying that listen like the righteous are generous in giving that if you pay your like tithes he's gonna he said he didn't even say he said test me in this God was like test me in this and see if I will not open he didn't even just say I'll bless you he said I will open up the floodgates I will literally open up heaven and I will Mm. literally pour down blessings onto you like this is the this is the promise that we have from people and the bible says literally god is not a man that shall lie that his word never returns void so if this is what god is saying and he's saying that test me in this you can actually ask him listen god you told me that like if i pay my tithe they're gonna send down blessings to me what's going on like i'm testing mm. you in this. so that's what i gotta say man well, one more question, one more question before we go to the word of wisdom. And that is, what if, because there's a couple of Christians that don't go to church. What if I don't go to, what if I don't have a church that I go to? Do I still tithe? And where do I give my tithes to? Actually, Karen kind of um, answered this question beforehand. She's, uh, she said that um, with, when it comes to tithes, um, there are many organizations and many ministries um, that actually need the support. They need the help. And so, you know, if I were you listeners that don't have an, are Christians and don't have a church to go to, there are many, many, um, what's it called, ministries and churches and organizations that would love um, um, your tithes and would use it to good helps. Good helps. Wait, wait right Karen. Word? Yeah, Karen. What what church what churches or organizations do you mean? Just so people can have an idea. Well, I did mean a church, but I'm gonna say something controversial as well. Again, like I think you should be in a church. Like I don't yeah. like. I think before if that's you're a whole to- different episode for another day. It's be a whole different episode. I'm not saying it's compulsory for you to go to heaven if you're not in church, but realistically, church helps you to get to heaven. Um, Fellowship is important. Obviously, Jesus is the way to heaven. Jesus, like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like, in order to help you, you know, grow in your spiritual growth, um, to know the word, to be around believers. But anyway, that's a different story. But I will say, before you start thinking about paying tithes, find a church, man. That's that's, that's you're trying to do things before you you even started. Do you know what I mean? It's like trying to say, it's true. Oh, yeah, I want to walk in my purpose for God, but you haven't been repented or ba- being baptized. Like, let's Ooh. let's just go to the basics. Let's go to the basics first. Yeah, we going um, back. No, nah, I think you should be in a church first before you start tithing anywhere. Um, okay. And I think offering, like Emma said, like you can, you know, give to people. I also believe in giving to charity. I do offer to charities yes. here and there once yeah, a month. Yeah, Open Doors is a good organisation. It helps persecuted Christians around the world. Even like the W, what's it, WWF with like the yeah. animal. Amnesty. Like, and, yeah, there's so many different, whatever you're passionate about, you can give to that. Or you can, for example, bless the church of new speakers. If you've got the money, do that. Like, no, not everyone has yeah. to do that. But I would say before you start thinking about tithes and you don't have a church, like, come on, like, let's go to the basics. Go and find a church. Like, go and pray to God and ask God, help me to find a church um, in this season. If you don't, if there's, I don't know why there would be a reason why you can't find the church. Maybe you're in a persecuted you know, country or something. I'm feeling some really mm-hmm. extreme reasons, but I feel like if 
you need to find a church man that's my stance on things find a church yep. then it'd be explained to that so yeah all right we are now going to the word of wisdom go and analyze your heart oh you took the words right hey. out of my mouth oh, you know, go and analyze your heart why don't you want to pay that's it yeah mm, it's mm. true it's true it's true that's I, I have to second that still because I was gonna say that, but anyways. Then I third it as well. Is that even the word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. I might as well add a couple of things like that. Guys, pay your tithes. It is a custom and it's biblical and what are the brothers? You know what I mean? Tithing is different to offering. Uh, we didn't speak about it, but I'm just quickly saying that tithes are different to offering. Tithes is something that is the tenth of your income. Before tax, we like we said it, um, you pay that, and then your offering is anything more that you want to give cheerfully. That could be to the church, it could be to charities, just as we mentioned, to any organizations, ministries, and it could even be to your mother and your father and a friend from next door. Anyway, my God is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is the end of the episode thank you for listening guys if you want to ask a question for us to answer or you want to be a guest on the show you can dm me on instagram the hidden lounge podcast or you can do uh, or you can send me an email on the hidden lounge podcast at gmail.com anyways i'm your guest mirabel and you are listening to the hidden lounge podcast with emma and karen <laughs>